Marnong para po. Yata bilang po. Marnong para po. Hey there mga ka-UAPSA! This is your host, Jake Servacio from UAPSA USD and today we have our very special season. Why? Because today we are celebrating UAPSA's 28th National Congress entitled Latayaman Ligaladong Saksi sa Paglago ng Sarili at Bayan. Now, this season of UAPSA Litaan is entitled Pamana, UAPSA Litaan NatCon 2022 Special And for today's first episode, we have our very special guest speakers from the Architectural Heritage Student Society of Mapua University. Our first guest speaker is an architect and a professor from Mapua University. Her research interest focuses on urban heritage conservation, vernacular buildings, traditions, settlement geography, place experience, and sacred spaces and places. She's currently the advisor of the Architectural Heritage Student Society of Mapua University, Architect Christina G. Aldama. Hello po ma'am, good evening po. Now, together with her is the student president of the same organization. He's also been featured on several newspaper sites such as the Philippine Star, Philippine Daily Inquirer, and in the documentary series I Wonder, on GMA News TV for his recreation of different Philippine heritage sites using Sims 4. He is currently in his fifth year studying architecture at Mapua University, Mr. James Brian Ventura. Good evening, Mr. James. Now, again, let's all welcome Architect Aldama and Mr. James. Now, I'm really excited to chat with the both of you today because heritage conservation is honestly something that's close to my heart. And I am more than ready to have a deeper understanding about the topic. And for sure, it's insightful to hear from the experts themselves, you guys. So, um, to start, uh, may I ask you guys to give us a little introduction about yourselves. Um, so, hi everyone. What got me into heritage conservation, I think, was when I was very young, my parents would always bring me to their respective hometowns. My mom is actually from Vigan in Ilocos and my dad is from Nueva Ecija in San Antonio. And whenever I visit their hometowns, I would often see the, these beautiful ancestral homes and many old structures in their cities. And I would always gush and nerd out because it's because for me, it's it's very unique. And I think that's what got me initiated in architecture in general and since then it inspired me to take up architecture in college and then when i started college i i developed a deeper appreciation for heritage conservation when i met mami aldama for the first time in our hoa class i think that was history of architecture for it's all about philippine architecture and in her class we had these different types of projects And activities that we did, um, we did water watercolor sketches that depicted many different heritage structures in the Philippines, and then we had many different um, field trips as well. We visited Vigan and Powai, and that for me was my very crucial point in having a deeper sense of appreciation for country's heritage structures. After that, I think that was the start of everything else. The following year in 2017. Um, 
their um, Architect Ildama launched the Architectural Heritage Student Society for the first time. Uh, they opened their applications for their very first batch of members, and hindi ako nagpatumpik-tumpik. I immediately joined and I applied, and since then I became acquainted with the org, and eventually I became an officer. And now here I am managing the organization with her, and I'm very proud to say that she's a very supportive and a very passionate advisor. And I want to thank her for introducing me to this very unique experience with her in the org. So I think that's my very uh, long introduction wow. about uh, everything so far. Yeah, I remember that James when you uh, when you uh, were just part of the Archie talk. I already you already stood out nga kasi you were doing I think you were already doing your projects in in the computer the sims I, I recall that and you're a good student but in my case yeah I think uh, what sparked me if you if you're going to ask what sparked my interest in heritage conservation I was sparked by my grad school uh, I took my graduate studies at the University of Santo Tomas where I was taking up masters in architecture. It was for because I wanted to teach and I was just beginning to teach that was in the early 2000 that was almost 20 years ago but you know later later pa mga 2003 I think. Yeah, it sparked my interest because I was only planning to take up architecture. Uh, masters in architecture I wanted it and I wasn't sure which one to take up but anyway it led me to take up core courses we call it core courses I took up core courses under cultural heritage studies and my professors there are very influential in my interest in heritage studies That was the time I learned about conservation management plans because we had courses on conservation management, context and issues. And, you know, our professors were really on fire and they kept us on fire. Nakakahawa. And it was fun. They were fun to be with. Although they, they are not architects, so one of them is, an, I think, a historian. Yeah, by the name of Professor Ricky Jose, and he's an author, and he he does so many things. He's an expert in in the churches, etc. And you know, another professor is into conservation management. That's Eric Zerudo, Dr. Eric Zerudo now. And then there's a chemist. We have a professor who's a chemist, and she's the one, my professor in restoration, man. And there, I realized that whoa, this is something. This is something that an architect would understand. And if you put them all together, you will understand and appreciate that. Oh, so this is my work. If I pursue heritage restoration, or if I restore, or you know, and I also took, I also got the the basics from them, like the basic principles and. You know all the the differences. Ano ba pagkakaibang restoration sa conservation sa sa preservation? And I thought everything was like that. Anyway, there I, I really got uh, hooked. You can say I, I was uh, I became you know I studied very well and I participated in all the, the activities that we had documentation and all. I was uh, it was fun. It was a good thing and. Uh, 
I thought I found the, my niche and you know um, and then you know but you know if, if you're going to talk about prior to grad school well yeah I was already fond of old structures as an architect or even as a yeah as a as a student like you I was fun syempre I was an architecture student eh. but old ones like gusto ko nga yung mga yero na kinakalawang because I was um, you know my hobby was photography and I like texture I like taking pictures of texture and you know architecture details and stuff like that that's how I appreciated them the old structures and that's it that's all you know just appreciating and this is my photography Photography, nothing deeper than that. I didn't understand, you know, I'm oh, whatever. But I have it in my in my photograph album. That's it. <laughs> and these professors, going back to my professors, they were, you know, they were there to enhance that. And I realized, ah, okay, so this is valuable, in fact. And I have a role as an architect because I was already an architect then. So it was just a great lineup. But when I took up, because I was taking up architecture, masters in architecture, not cultural heritage studies. Funny nga, eh, I realized na lang na I architecture nga ako. But you know, we were a mix of different um, different professions there in class, in our grad school class. Meron pang dentista. I have a classmate who was a dentist. There was a chemist then, and then there was a tourism. Uh, we were so we were a batch of different fields, and it was really exciting. And so, you know, when I when I was going to start my thesis, ayun na, I had to choose. Like, well, I'm going to choose an architect. It has to be an architect. So there was architect Miko Manalo, and uh, I, he was the only one available na architect that time to to uh, to be an advisor. And I was lucky because he's a restorer. No, that time he was already uh, finished his masters in Mexico, and I learned a lot from him. And he was the one who talagang triggered and pushed me and he was an influencer he's a natural influencer we became good friends after that because naman, you know we were almost um lang yung gap naman sa age namin but still you know maganda yung ano yung yung vibes namin so it was fun it we were able to uh, to work together and uh, that's the kind of advisor na uh, he's the kind of advisor na he will you will really guide you and uh, make it uh, look easy and make you think. He won't. Uh, he won't just ah, ano yan? Um, uh, hindi ka niya pahihirapan, but he will make you think a lot about heritage and dami kung reflection tuloy nol and ayon. And he was very influential. And yon. So I think my grad school was really, really had a strong influence on me. And uh, of course later. Nahiwala yako eh, napunta ako sa Mapua. That's when I was also, uh, it, it also, ayun na naman, kasi I was in, in Intramuros. Uh, I think tuloy-tuloy lang. And uh, from uh, that, that spark in, in grad school, tuloy-tuloy na siya eh. It, it, it naturally flowed out and uh, it naturally led me to, until I, I uh, started this um, we decided to start this um, heritage organization. My students are my inspiration talaga. Ayon. 
Ayan. Wow. Thank you for that, Architect Aldama and Mr. James. I find it interesting, no, how much heritage conservation has had its impact on the both of you. Like, for example, for Mr. James, uh, it really played a big role in his interest towards architecture. And now, graduating architecture student na siya. And for Architect Aldama naman, heritage conservation also played a big part sa post-grad studies mo. And, and I just find it interesting also how it just starts as an interest. Like, uh, we just get interested with yung mga buildings that are of heritage conservation and it slowly becomes our passion na talaga. And ayun, we pursue it in our career as well. So, that's really interesting to hear. Now, for our next question naman, for the both of you also, why is heritage conservation so important to our community? If you mean the community of academics, our community in the school or academe, I think in the academe, we learn facts and discover the truths that we expect to enlighten other fields no? in relation to heritage conservation. That's why it's important to our academe, to the academe or academic community. It's a fundamental source. You know, kagaya no, on how I, I got into it, it's a fundamental source of ideals and even noble deeds that we will be working on, like being a member of this group or society. Heritage Student Society, etc. Because today, it seems that when you say heritage, people think of tourism again. We may heritage house, and there's an old house. If you want to, you know, you're going to think of opportunities there. Well, yes, of course, it is. It's not bad. But as we discussed um, recently in our um, show, also we interviewed some. Uh, we talked about tourism as a two-way thing. It should be a two-way thing. And so one of that enjoyment is heritage conservation. Whether you're into photography or you're just traveling around and you're ju- you just want to visit, you're enjoying the place. And as soon as you support the people there, you buy things, you stay in their hotel, that is also tourism. The, the other way around is how the people benefit from you no so dapat exchange and sana balanced and uh, i think that's the the part that's um, that's also important so in heritage conservation without it siguro baka less lang what of course the other the other tourism ano naman natin is selling tourism is um yung mga beaches the natural beauty that we have the mountains the views the tourism uh, the the beach etc but heritage conservation is something different something new because it has a story and yun that's another thing no nung uh, when i was just curious i was just photo- photographing everything i think somehow it sparked or it intrigued me kaya rin ako nagpo-photograph kasi parang wow super old i wonder how old this is but only up to that point and so if you have heritage in um, you know a heritage structure in a place a community takes care of it it not only provides enjoyment for the visitors I think it also provides that uh, it also gives a sense of helping each other and supporting each other in that community. I'm very close to my year research used to be Sagada. I, I, um, dito, I, I documented some houses there and uh, I realized that 
you know, they were conscious about the people there were conscious about people coming in and out. To them, everybody's the same. You're all tourists. You know, some are visitors and some are like me. Very few like me are researchers. But to them, lahat kayo, lahat kayo are you know, visitors. And you can see how they work together to please you. They will really do things that will make you feel comfortable or that will make you feel uh, how you want to feel there, what you want to experience there. And uh, in Lang, in that place, uh, the people there are very friendly. It's natural for them. Parang, to me, it's uh, a masyadong effort. It's, um, it's a good place to go to and you know, things like that. Yung heritage conservation without heritage there, parang walang story, walang, walang interest. So if you want, if a community wants some sense of interest in their place, I think heritage and history plays a very important role. So sana lang balance that they realize that the tourist also realizes their responsibility when they go to those places. And I hope that also those locals who are managing the place the local government or maybe the local people who are organized there in whatever community wherever it is laguna or kung saan man yan, may heritage places and architecture sana they realize also that they have to um to take extra care and you know be aware of uh, of these things that they have to maintain that certain experience to people and you know, sana makontrol din nila yung, yung mga tao na dumadating mahirap yung masyadong marami well so in other words i think heritage is important to any living community any community to to strengthen also their pride of place among them kasi like sagada alam nila kung sino sila they they actually parang we know who we are and we know who you are parang ganon but in some cases like cities with you know old old buildings i i think sometimes they forget that it's all about them it should be about the people living there it should strengthen their pride of place uh, connectedness with you know the people coming in and uh, connectedness with the story or with the he historic houses there should be that sense of connection and um, also you know because of that they will feel that they belong and they have an identity I this is especially um, challenging in in cities no uh, sa mga sagada at saka yung mga places na ano, parang natural sa kanila, they know who they are. May mga places na ganun eh. But if in the city, with a mix of different uh, backgrounds, hirap, you have to uh, manage, you have to put up uh, council yung mga ganun para lang mapaalala sa kanila sa tao na, hey, wait a minute, we have to keep this clean. No, we have to keep these sidewalks clean and I'm a citizen. I'm not a decision maker but I'm a citizen. You know, uh, so I think yun, important yung, it's important to conserve, to conserve the heritage there para ma-maintain yung, yung historic place, yung place of us, para may sense of story yung lugar na pupuntahan pag pinuntahan ng they will um, have a lot of what they will benefit from it of course and so 
you know, like trees or water, if you don't conserve the heritage places, you're just going to lose heritage. Yes, I agree po, Architect Aldama. No, there are a lot of people talaga who don't understand the importance ng heritage conservation. And I think that's really one of the main reasons why we're doing this podcast also is really to uh, show the world and let the community know how important this is. And ayun, siguro let's just continue our mission talaga of spreading the importance of heritage conservation. So ayun, next naman for Mr. James, uh, why naman do you think is heritage conservation so important to our community? I guess you can share with us why heritage conservation is important to us as a, an archie community. Uh, Architect Kildama has pretty much just said what I wanted to, but I think in my own perspective, what she said is has a really big impact in what we want to do. Since we're the next generation of heritage advocates, we're going to be the stewards of our own built uh, heritage, our tangible heritage. It's important for us to inculcate the values of heritage conservation by seeing it as a means of a context to our identity as Filipinos. Because when heritage conservation, it's not for most people, yung pinaka shallow definition niya is yung sa tourism, we only see it aesthetically. We only appreciate what's on the outside. And then we we tend to forget that there's also um in uh, there's also intangible or in intrinsic factors that also come into play when we talk about heritage conservation and with that process i think it's important for us to know that we should also get acquainted with the place itself with the history that binds it together with with the people because one of the most common things that we're taught in architecture is when we uh, talk about heritage our own heritage ito yung pamana galing sa nakaraan one of the main reasons of who we are as filipinos and I think we should establish the fact that heritage conservation is important because it's what's it what makes us uniquely Filipino. These architectural features that we have, while other countries have their own um, their own variants or their own versions, but the um, the accompanying um, events, experiences, and traditions that come with with these buildings is uniquely our own, and I think that's something that we should impart to our peers, and we shouldn't just um, look. On the surface level, we also try to encourage others to be more inspired, to be more passionate about this by starting our own dialogues and conversations with the others. And I think that my own take on that. All right, so I agree with you, James. No, it's important that we don't just let them know how important heritage conservation is, but we also inspire them to uh, take the call to action to really spread and also be able to inspire other people as well so para maging domino effect siya and finally people will really understand its importance so i want to bring back lang what both you architect eldama and mr james said earlier na you get the misconception na heritage conservation is all about tourism now i want to ask what are more common misconceptions that you encounter when it comes to heritage conservation so ano pa yung iba na Uh, tinitingin nila sa heritage conservation na hindi yun, mali siya. I think for me, one 
one common big conce- misconception that I often hear from my relatives uh, in particular or mm-hmm. friends is the fact na wala tayong mapapala sa heritage. They often say na wala tayong wala ma- hindi mapapakain ng mga tao ang her- hindi mapapakain ng heritage ng mga tao. And I think that's wrong kasi I think when you talk about heritage conservation it's all about revitalizing the community itself because when you try uh, adaptive reuse you're also um, generating job opportunities for people within that area because it involves many different walks of life you're not just um, hiring architects or other professionals you're also hiring um, construction workers people who work in the logistics and you're also trying to start conversations with people within that area especially those who've been uh, living in that place in particular heritage conservation is very much dynamic it molds people together encourages them to to band together and to take advantage of what re- available resources they have i think that's something that should be discussed more often in order to um, lessen that misconception yeah maybe it is about tourism it 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 can be it's a tool but it's not all tourism yun lang siguro no yun yung misconception na aba ah, sa heritage tourism nilalagay in our first episode of our show previously yan na bring up din yan that it has become shallow because a heritage office is in in a local government uh, office is placed with you know tourism offices not that i'm i'm not putting down any department but you know i am ano na eh, parang it becomes a little bit shallow nga, parang pang beauty lang, pang beautify, ayan, at saka pang paradami ng taong pumunta, kahit na fake, ginagawa na lang nila. But there's um, this misconception, if you're talking about real misconceptions about heritage, uh, heritage in general, not even heritage conservation, but the heritage that they know is that it's for old people, no, like um, it's for old people to appreciate or it's um like history older people ayan muna sila you know lalo na yung mga that uh, some that i have encountered sometimes so sadly parang ah okay wait sige po okay na po parang they're not really interested in the history of the place pag uh, nagbabiyahe kami with with uh, some some younger uh, generations of family they would think uh, ah okay oh, sige next na tayo they're not they think that this is for old people and they leave us uh, sige di na lang kami nandiyan kayo bahala na kayo sa heritage or let the older people handle it baliktad eh and then there's another an, i noticed that also heritage conservation naman that that um, advocacy for heritage conservation is I heard parang elitist or it's only it only caters to or benefits a select few in society like um, only a few appreciate it or only a few are concerned so also we're going to uh, we're not going to listen to you anyway parang ganon so it's a misconception at the same time it's a lie uh, that is and no parang it's a misconception and then they use it as a something to to just to justify what they're doing in in um let's say in in their community ah, let's destroy this na lang because it's not benefiting our people it's put a bi- bigger building or store here or you know gymnasium or para makita yung pangalan ko diyan yung mga political pol- no 
And well, because siguro there are misconceptions because there are different ways people treat heritage. And some find it intimidating. Yun nga, sinabi ko na ay pang old people or parang sa mga edukado or yung mga, they, only those who understand history appreciate it. Paano kung hindi archi? I have, I have my relatives or like that, like, okay, anong pupunta natin, and then they'll just go home, and then that's it. Unless you tell them the story, ay talaga. And anyway, yun nga, there are different ways people treat heritage, and sometimes they find it irrelevant. Yung sinabi ni James kanina, that uh, nakakain ba yan? Or, eh, lumaling house namin, why don't we just sell it to the government or sell it to somebody, and Benta na nila to antique sige we need money eh di ba syempre it's an instant um gratifying ano but that's their decision we 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 respect that but sana we go beyond that that's why the role of an advocate is uh, sana uh, we can can also do things to to make them decide or convince them not to just destroy their houses or their ano yun yung challenge naman, isa pa sa mga challenges. And then, misconception, I think, siguro, ganun na nga, that's the flow. I think uh, that's it. Only for the older people to appreciate and for the higher society or yung us in the academe, we understand but the others, will they understand anyway? Does it matter to them? Unless you talk over with them. Eh, importante maging convincing and maging, you know, do things and act on things like maybe yun, yung mga projects natin na uh, in line at Archisoc at Architectural Heritage Student Society we're aiming for that uh, we, we want to reach out to, let's say it's a private old house and we want to reach out to those and I don't know, we're still planning out on doing those things para hindi na nila maisip na this is only for, you know, a select few. That's the biggest thing na nakikita ko na misconception. That's That for me is something to be corrected. Alright, thank you for that, Architect. To be honest, no, siguro it struck with me when you mentioned na people think na ano siya, pang old. Kasi siguro I find myself guilty with it and especially nung bago pa ako with Archie School, so I didn't really understand it much until I took my HOA or History of Architecture classes where I got to understand the importance of it. So, speaking of that, alam naman natin na most of the Archie students right now are in their youth. So, mostly in their teens or early 20s. So, how important do you think it is to instill the importance of heritage conservation to students, especially to architecture students? So, ayun, sila nga mostly yung nag-iisip ng ganun. So, paano natin sila ma, ano, ma, mapaalala sa importance nito? Alam mo, isa sa mga challenge para sa akin, it's, it's, it's really difficult, lalo na this time of eh, all the information that you need is available, in, you know, and technology gives you a daming distraction. Okay, aside from studying, ito pa, tapos meron ka pang heritage conservation. What for? Or, you know, why should we instill this to our architecture students in, in, um, in particular? 
they should take it with them what they learn in history for and it, i don't know if you have that in your school too but we have correlation courses na we also try to relate history for to other subjects and the theory of architecture and all that but it's important na maulit-ulit sa kanila because what they learn in school as basic or as principles time will really come when they will encounter and they will realize na maybe they had an encounter with wait there's there used to be a building here that i really like it's really beautiful and this and this baka sila maka realize themselves na ah okay so this is what happens when when we forget about ter- about conserving our old buildings so important na in school palang you are taught um, not only history but of the meaning of history and the impact of history to today's to to the present or to to the future what is its impact so history is not only history na na doon pinag-uusapan natin ngayon you have to always relate it to um what it is today and what impact it can give tomorrow even the you know even the monuments and you know even the old buildings everywhere in the world if when i teach history yeah of course nandiyan yung mga ano yung mga facts about it you you know the terminologies and why they did that but you shouldn't stop there you should instill it to the student because they should know how important it is when they are seeing it today yung impact niya and you know yun nga when they become architects themselves kasi kagaya kanina in my class i'm teaching asian history this term and we were talking about the dome of the rock and you know aside from its importance and uh, its importance to the three religions etc uh, i remember how controversial it became you know it became so controversial that now hindi dahil parang they've been quiet or something they there's a, there was a decision that it should not be open to everyone it should not be um you know it, it, i think it's back to uh, being a mosque no parang iba siya dati Jew ang ang it's a Jewish temple that became a Christian and then became a mosque and then it became a world heritage and then you know it was controversial and you know when you when you hear these stories parang nakaka-alarm and what if um what if one day wala nang history you forget about everything and you just look forward parang impossible naman yata Basta time will really come when you realize and when you have to make a decision yourself as an architect, what is it that you learned in school as a principal? Are you a principal person when you graduate in in college as an architect? So I think hindi naman tayo nagkukulang dyan, no? the universities uh, that we have. So that's, uh, yun lang. Para sa akin, it's important also for students to remember that and take it with them, take it to their heart. Ako, when I was in college, I had architect Alarcon. I, I still remember her voice. Imagine, I still remember her voice and, you know, her telling us that, you know, you should not disregard the historic value of this, uh, what I am teaching you. Yung mga dinodrawing nyo ngayon, hmm, dapat maintindihan nyo, ganyan. So, you know, it's 
dinala ko yun eh. I, I brought it with me and you know, sana dalhin na lang ng mga students. I think that's it. Kasi the, the instilling is, yes, it's a challenge to us, but I hope that they also bring it with them. Yeah, that's it. Alright, I agree with you po, ma'am, no? Kasi personally, I'm taking history of architecture foreign right now and my prof really inspired me as well. Kasi, di ba, Hawa Forest about Philippine architecture. So, she's also one of the Uh, one of the props that really helped me realize kung gaano ka important itong heritage conservation. Ayan, I wanna ask naman Mr. James, as an architecture student, what do you think are the challenges we encounter today in conserving our heritage? And how do you think we can solve them? I think going back from the previous questions, I think one of the challenges that we face in heritage conservation in our own standpoint as students is there are times where we tend to have a lack of empathy or understanding towards our heritage structures sometimes we we don't know what's really going on because uh, sometimes there's there's a lack of urgency among our peers in um, knowing uh, what's what's bound to happen to these structures Like for example, take for example the for Las Casas. We all know Las Casas Philippines de Acuzar is famous. If I'm not mistaken, is it in Bataan? For example, it's a melting pot of many heritage structures that have been uprooted from different communities, and I think a lot of students don't know that. And I think it's also because of misinformation among social media. These structures are once parts of communities that that shape their history and their locals' experiences. As a solution for, I think we should start discussions or dialogues about these certain issues, about um, clarifying what's uh, really going on because of the mistreatment of heritage structures and the mere fact that we we can't do anything in our own part. Because of because of people who are in power and don't don't consider the, the many different principles and aspects of heritage conservation, I think another challenge that we're facing as students is there's a certain disconnect between our generation and the older generations. I think we should have a more dynamic conversation about our own perspectives because when you talk about heritage conservation, it's a very multifaceted field, and then there are many different. Um, Many different factors and then considerations that entails that certain uh, that certain topic, and I think that's something that we should all think about at the end of the day. Oh wow! Even me, no, I didn't know about Las Ca- Las Casas in Bataan. Pero hearing it po sa inyo, I'll definitely research about it tonight. And of course, sa ating mga kayo apps, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you haven't been made aware of this, also go to Google right now and search about it and. Let's fight misin- misinformation together. So, ayan. How about you, Architect Aldama? I wanna ask you naman, as an architect, what do you think are the challenges we encountered today in conserving our heritage? And how do you think we can solve them? So, it's the same question, no, as with James earlier. Uh, my perspective naman. Kanina, I told you the challenge of a professor and an architect instilling heritage conservation in school. But as an architect, oh, actually, I don't really, I can't say that I encounter them but because I, I don't really, honestly, I don't practice. I'm more into uh, the academe. But I think one of the One of the challenges for an architect is the lack of knowledge. Just, just like James said, no, what James said, 
similar to that but mine is more of not the students but the lack of knowledge and so therefore appreciation from let's say yung yung nandun sa i i would like to think of i i think any community no now siguro on the grassroots let's just say that they they lack the knowledge of that they have there will be consequences and uh, they're not told of these consequences that if you remove this house from this community but what happens to that place it becomes dull it's not anymore you know like what it used to be and they say that parang they don't understand that they don't understand when you say pride of place huh what i mean is it's a challenge because we're not only talking to students who are studying and learning history they have courses there we are talking our audience when we um when we convince them of conservation is the audience of those who are not even in in school they're not even schooled or you know you I, I hope you understand what I mean the general public is not always uh, of the same language that we speak so mahirap yung uh, solution para sa mga ganon and it's it's a challenge to to use the same language or when I say language, that's not only words, no, but the language, quote unquote, that we use. How do they feel that they benefited from it? How do they feel that they benefited from a conserved house, or do they feel burdened afterwards? Ay nakukuha ng serve pa sana binenta na lang yan. Ay tayo pala maglilinis. Bakaganon naman yung ano nila? Meron kaparin talaga ng particular nagagawin. How to manage this before? before doing uh, such conservation um, effort. But you know, generally, ang nakikita ko rin challenge is ngayon, sometimes, you know, I really appreciate uh, Mayor Isko Morena for his works. And yun nga lang, parang beautification and aesthetics. Yes, okay. And people now appreciate and uh, their eyes are, you know, wow, ganda ng Manila. That's really nice. Um, you know, and congratulations, Manila. But sometimes there are quick decision-making. No, meron mga quick decision-making from the public office or from you know somebody who should decide on things they need quick decisions and they forget to to give the public that privilege of consultation sana lang no it's a it, uh, that, uh, i i wish for more public consultations before losing or before touching anything that that is valuable to them pala makikita na lang nila wala na you know, so that's why we have uh, some agencies in the government looking after this and sana merong mga dialogue like James said. Pero mine is on the different level and the dialogue with uh, the public before they do this. And if ever they have, we don't know. what. How do they really decide? You know, what is that level of decision making up to what point? We forget that we have other options. Hindi lang naman demolish. Demolish na yan. We forget we have other options. Many options as to as to an old building that the community thinks. Uh, first, we, we consult them. We say, okay, is this um, is this still how how important is this building to you? 
niya sabihin na, ay, oo, oh, oh, kasi ano yan, it, it brings back ganyan-ganyan. Tayo naman, we know that from history, ay, nag-aral dyan si Jose Rizal for one year and in one year. Yung mga ganyan, madidiscover natin sa akin. Pero sila, in the community, they have their own values. And um, so, we should have, we should give them options. We should give them options. And those options that I'm talking about are ways to maintain it or to, to take care of it or to support the owner in a, in some ways and give them a dream at least tayo as architects we're creative we can we can make them uh, think of the future this is possible isn't it o drawingan mo o pwede tayong magtanim dito ng ng sampagita para bumanga yung kanal o ay mga ganyan uh, i was there when when i i attempted to do that in Quiapo way way back uh, but you know that, that those were one of the dreams that we were thinking of. Ah, ito kasing estero mabaho. Ah, let's plant some some florals here na mabago and it might solve the problem, etc. And they got excited talaga. And it is those simple practical things coming from us as architects or maybe even you know landscape architects. Lahat naman hindi lang architects. Eh. We should focus on helping communities develop and uh, build a creative group or a creative thinking society or a creative thinking a what community no so yeah there's no one solution kasi it depends on where you are you like right now i'm giving an example but i'm thinking of Quiapo. i'm giving an example but i'm thinking of sagada or these are different places and they need they have different needs so there's no one solution except that we can focus on helping communities muna. Uh, I think we should focus on that and not helping, but not only helping practically, but assisting them and facilitating in, in really realizing the value of heritage. So, nandiyan yung capacity and knowledge building and uh, hopefully this is, this is where the 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 schools come in, no? yung mga public schools siguro, they should be involved. And teachers, ayan, madali yan. Ayan, pag may mga teachers ng public schools, we give them roles too. They'll feel uh, good about it and uh, magaling din silang mag, mag, sana mag-influence ng mga students, younger generation, I mean, younger ages. And so, when they are, when you give capacity and knowledge building activities that involve schools, I, it will, I think, ha, I think it will create an immersive environment for younger people and the younger people, kasi mabilis pa naon, parang young lang ako nung nag-start ako sa master's ko eh. I had all the energy, now I feel so tired and I feel like just talking <laughs> I feel a little bit, parang bilis ng panahon. Uh, but you know, yun nga, it's, uh, I think, I think it's there. The key is in the younger generation, younger people. And again, we talked about the charter. We have a Philippine Heritage Charter. I know it's another topic, ha? Pero the Philippine Heritage Charter contains principles kasi. May principles on how to conserve. And I think yung isang binring up dun sa talk nila namin is that you can align, sana we align the curricula or the curriculum of yung mga ano, yung mga education, DepEd, sana sa bata pa lang meron ng tinuturo na heritage, the value of heritage, not conservation, just the value of heritage, just the value of, so that they know how to, how to, uh, who they are and why sh- they should value it. Now, 
bumalik na naman ako sa beginning teacher, no? Pero as an architect yon, I think we should build, we should help capacity building, knowledge building, and, you know, as an architect, you also encourage um, schools to create an immersive kind of environment, meaning you create that environment that they will get excited and younger people will be involved. How? Uh, you do your design research there and I think that will be also exciting on our part. I hope it will help. Uh, there are many, yun nga, hindi lang isa yung solution natin. But that is, uh, yun yung naisip ko coming from the academy and as an architect at the same time. Now that you mentioned it po, sobrang interesting rin to realize ma'am that heritage conservation it's also a community development goal kasi nga, like you mentioned earlier, heritage conservation, hindi lang naman to personal, but it's also a goal that really helps communities and their architecture. And you mentioned din po na it's really important for the youth for them to be more involved with this mission. And well, we have a youth here, Mr. James, who is really involved with this mission and who knows a lot about this field, about heritage conservation. So, I want to ask Mr. James Rin, what is your biggest learning and how do you plan to advocate or share this knowledge with your fellow architecture students or those people who simply wish to pursue heritage conservation? Well, I think the most important thing about heritage conservation as part of uh, a generation that's very engrossed in technology, I think we it's very apparent that we sometimes tend to forget that we have these important facts of history, uh, these important evidences of how the country has um, has developed throughout the centuries. And I think it's important for us to not take these for granted. And and as part of a generation who's expected to uphold these um, these um, tangible and intangible elements of heritage, I think we should start. We should we should realize that we should start to take action and take the initiative to start our own um, passion projects and personal projects, because because as Ma'am Ten has said, um, heritage conservation it doesn't just involve a simple process. It's it should involve um, many different solutions from many different people. It requires a lot of involvement from many different people from all aspects of life. Our own um, from our own doing it doesn't matter how. Um, complex or how, how simple it is, the mere fact that you're going to take action is something that's going to be big in the long run. For my own example, um, I have this own personal project. Um, it's um, it's called the Sims for Let's Build series. Um, it aims to um, recreate different many heritage structures in the country and it tries to feature the diverse architectural styles of the Philippines. And through that post, um, it, um, it tries to encourage other students um, especially younger younger ones who want to pursue architecture or who want to learn more about history and ever since it became viral in social on social media a lot of people I've, I've got tons of messages from students in senior high school or um, grade school students who always ask me how they want how they want to suddenly take up architecture because of that and I think it's um, in a way it is gratifying and it's very inspiring because in a way you're helping um, you're giving back to the community because you're trying to become an example to others to show and to show them that it's really important for us to to protect these um, heritage structures 
because it's a part of our identity and i think it's um it's just a simple part of a process that's going to take a very long time so i think starting now i think we should really encourage others as much as we can so that we can have a future where we still have these heritage structures intact and we still have an important part of our identity alongside the coming generations ahead and i think that's the lesson for me all right thank you mr james and i just want to tell you nona uh, whether you know it or not i'm sure you have also inspired a lot of other students just like me you were able to share your thoughts about heritage conservation and it really piqued my interest about the topic also so uh, even if you know or not i'm sure that there have been two or more people that you were able to inspire as well so for our last agenda one for today <laughs> this question is for architect eldama uh, what can you say to all architecture students who are planning or wanted to pursue heritage conservation so just a short or a brief message that you can tell to our students out there who are really into this uh, field. Focus on architecture first. Yes, yeah, study well. Um, yeah, if they curious, if that's um, if it's conceived in your heart, na parang I like to pursue heritage conservation. Stay curious, stay teachable, but right now focus on your course and just don't hurry. Um, you don't have to hurry because life is a process like James said and slowly you will see where you fit you can discover your talents too and who knows in your talents you can you can um, offer them you know it, it can be aligned to to your to what you are trying to pursue so stay curious and teachable and be humble and be humble about not knowing anything yet or about knowing little because you want to know more i think that will take you I think that will take you um, somewhere and it will make you start that passion and, uh, and into, you know, you will realize where you really fit or you realize your niche. So enjoy your study, stay curious, and stay humble. And guys, having an architect Aldama, stay in school. But on a more serious note, focus on your passion talaga. Kasi... Ayun, it will really take you to great places unknowingly kahit ano parang di mo lang na-realize pero ayun ang, ang layo mo nang narating eh kasi sobrang na-enjoy mo yung gawa mo so ayun I wanna ask you Architect Aldama do you have any upcoming events that you would like to invite our dear listeners Right now, we just finished, uh, we have uh, finished our show, but we're planning to just push, go on with it, you know, light talks naman kami din there, and uh, similar to this, um, wala naman. I, I don't know, you can ask James, ako, I have none so far. James, meron ba? <laughs> Um, as of the moment, we don't have any upcoming yeah, events, yeah. but we would like to invite everyone on the podcast to visit our Facebook page at hss.mapua for upcoming events so that you can stay um, connected and involved with what Arkisok has to offer in the near future. Ayan, tatanungin ko pa rin sana si Mr. James. Pero ayun guys, stay tuned sa, ilang, sa kanilang Facebook page kasi marami silang 
Uh, marami silang may bibigay sa inyo na makakatulong rin sa inyo in your journey to learning more about heritage conservation. And there you have it. This ends our first episode of Pamana, Yuap Salitaan NatCon 2022 special. Again, we would like to thank Architect Eldama and Mr. James for being part of this podcast and inspiring every listener out there. Don't forget to like and share this podcast to your Archie friends and follow us on our official social media accounts at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Yuapsa National and Haligi Publication on Facebook at yuapsa.haligi Publication so you will be updated every time we upload a new podcast episode. You can also listen to our previous episodes of Yuap Salitaan. Just search Yuap Salitaan on Spotify. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much for tuning in with us today. And again, this is your host, Jake Servasio from Yuapsa USD, signing off. And see you in our next episode.